Hello. 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 How are you? How are you? I'm so good. Oh, why are you so good? What's going on? Hi, Dan. How are you? Oh, so good. hi, Merlin, man. Hi. How are you doing? Hi. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's nice and cool here in Austin, uh, Texas. Yeah, I could look it up. Yeah. I'm going to guess it's in the, f what is this, November? I'll bet it's in the f low, si low 60s. 60 degrees Ugh. and sunny. Oh, uh, see, yeah, we, um, I walked outside the other morning or the other evening to take out the trash. And uh, I was thinking, you know, this is the first time that it feels like uh, the season changed here. And I enjoy that. That crisp, crisp nip, crisp nips. Because you high. don't, you guys don't have dramatic seasons there, right? Or do you? I mean, gosh, this is so tedious to tell people who are sick of hearing about it. But um, we do. It's, they're very predictable in a, okay. So, so, so in, in, include once. Yeah. A brief history of uh, the Bay Area climate, which most people have heard of through the thing that's been attributed to Mark Twain and quoted often by John Roderick. The coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. <laughs> now, whether or not anybody ever actually said that, it's probably from a, it's like that Gandhi quote where it's probably just from a Mother Jones t-shirt in the 80s. Yeah. You ever hear that? There's this quote I've always really enjoyed. I'd always heard attributed to Gandhi. Uh, almost everything you do in life will not be important, but it's very important that you do it. <laughs> I've always liked that quote. And then I found out it's from it's a shirt true. that Mother Jones was selling in the 80s. But, um, but we do have a very strange climate. We have a Golden Gate, which is not just a pretty orange bridge. It's a big hole. It's the first big hole in the side of California for a long way, which is why people sort of didn't discover, quote, sorry, um, Western Europeans didn't discover uh, California for a long time because like, huh. Oh, what's in there? Like, huh, weird. And then they finally discovered, like, oh my God, and there's stuff, and there's water, and there's gold. But um, they, um, what that means is that we get this weird air getting pressed. There's cold out in the ocean. There's hot east of here in the inlands, and that just makes the whole air move in really unconventional ways. So I grew up, I don't know if you remember this, Dan, you, when did you move to Florida from Pennsylvania? Oh, gosh. Like elementary age, right? Yeah, it was in the 80s. But you remember, like, there's those kinds of things that I've now come to think of. God, you think about so much stuff that is just, like, the way we are encouraged to think about the world comes mm. from the stuff that got stapled to a wall in elementary school. Like, here's the presidents in order. <laughs> right, right. All the way up to Jimmy Carter and, like... But there always be something about the seasons. And everybody knows the seasons. There's four seasons. They're all exactly the same length. And they can be basically portrayed with like symbols. If it's a leaf, it's autumn. If it's a snowflake, it's winter, you know, et cetera. And those are each of those is, you know, three months long. And uh, you know, oh, it's getting I gotta take up my sweaters, it's autumn. It's just weird. It's weird here because like it is cold in the summer. We're just about to get into the part where it rains. Mm -hmm and like it used to rain even more but basically from like december to february it rains a lot a lot so yeah. there are seasons and they are more or less predictable and then on top of it all you've got what is sometimes erroneously called microclimates but 
like it's, it's, it's a thing. Like in San Francisco, the mission could be sunny and hot. My neighborhood is almost always foggy and cold, which I happen to so love. So that's, that's what they mean by microclimate. Three, well, yeah, I think so, but like three miles apart. I, I mean, and like, for example, like to go around the corner from my house to my office or the other way, the difference in like wind velocity is really notable as you go around a corner, which is not weird in the sense of like, well, you know, I'm used to being on Michigan Avenue in Chicago and it's windy there. It's like, no, but it's like, it's always windy in this way, in this one direction. And, uh, and so, but like, like where we live, like, like I say, it's just, we're, we're west of Twin Peaks, the, uh, there be dragons part of San Francisco in which I am situated for 24 years is, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's foggy, but you know, it's, I'm st I'm getting old and I get cold. I'm old and cold. Man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you do it with the heat. I I just I've said this before, but I do really feel like it was probably to be honest, a couple years in San Francisco before I realized that at least some part of my unhappiness in Florida. There's I mean a lot of my unhappiness came from me. Title. But <laughs> but I mean honestly, I was hot all the time. And I would, for example, like it sucked if you had like PE first period. Oh my God. And you Did they even so do I, that? Ugh. Yeah, I, I had PE first period in, I think, 11th grade, 10th grade maybe, but in the third period. Uh, but anyway, could be worse than that. Jesus but like, Christ. nobody wants to take a shower. Because you got to, people see Ugh. you don't have pubes and you got no dongus. And, but you're gross. You're at that horrible age. Like, think about like the smell of a 15 year old That's not title, <laughs> which is like, you've gone out and you've had to go play war oh ball, God. you know, yeah. while, while the football coach talks to the players on the football team, people throw rubber balls at each other and you're gross and you're like, uh, and so I, we would just slather ourselves in, um, in men and, you know, yeah. And, and but uh, but it was gross. And then you have to have your day like that, and your hair is all wet, and like ugh. And like seriously, by the time I was a senior, I'd finally dicked the system. By the time I was a senior, there were several things I did as a senior that I I've told my son I really recommend you not do. The biggest one was when you're 17, at least in Pasco County, Florida, you can sign yourself out of school, which I did twice oh, or three times a week. But, you just go to the right. office and go. At first, like it was done like, for no. Nah, I don't, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure, Mrs. Rosencrantz, I feel like, <laughs> that's fine, bro, I'll just sign the slip. And I would collect those and put them on my wall. And, um, but yeah, there's that. Uh, uh, there was the, uh, uh, just, I, my attitude toward all of it was so bad. One of it was, don't live someplace where you have to change shirts. Oh, but also I stole uh, an extra set of all of my textbooks so I could have them at home. And in some cases, I would get a teacher's edition to have at home, but I didn't like carrying books because I thought that was lame. So I, I, I said, you know, don't don't steal textbooks. <laughs> no, 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 no. But the worst is, don't live somewhere where you have to change shirts in the middle of the day. Why would you change shirts? Like seriously, just being in Florida was so hot. I can't yeah, even imagine. It's, what well, it's, it's like not now. just you know, it's not just the heat. Like living here in Texas. We have it's just the, heat. the relentlessness and the non-motion of air. Yeah, I realize that sometimes just, it's not heat; it's just the non-motion of air. If I turn a fan on, sometimes, even if it doesn't reduce the temperature greatly, I feel so much better because the air is moving. It's just that sense of like I'm sitting here in a room, barely able to keep my eyes open, and like I, I and I'm I'm so hot all the time, mm -hmm. and I can't leave. I'm not allowed to leave. I don't have a car. 
I mean, you're kept there. What and, and like there? So, uh, like, like just left the room. Is dry heat, moist heat, pretty dry heat, right? Here in Texas, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, I don't know. You know, people like, oh, it's better. Well, like, there's less humidity. Like the other day, I was looking at and where I used to live in Orlando. It was like eighty nine percent humidity there the other day. And like for people who haven't experienced that, if you really want to, just go in your bathroom, shut the door, turn the shower on high on hot and leave and come back in about 10 minutes with just let it go for 10 minutes. You walk back in, that's about 80, 90% humidity in the room. That's just what it feels like in Orlando. So, you know, you like, you wake up in the morning, you get coffee, you take a shower, you're clean. You walk out your front door, you walk down to your car. By the time you're in your car, you're just damp. Everything. It's I told you my mom used to when she'd go and pick up her vitamins, uh, vitamins as we call them in uh, Newport Ritchie, she, she would drive her car to different stores inside a strip mall, which yeah. I, at the time I thought was kind of funny because I'm like, come on, woman. You, like today, you know, she's old. She, but like even in her like 50s, she would do that because it was disgusting. Yeah. And um, yeah, but like imagine you're like in that hot shower room, but also someone's yelling at you because you didn't read the Chaucer. Right. Nobody reads the Chaucer. Yeah. You know, there's too much. I got a big beef with the curriculum, Dan. They got, they got kids reading stuff they shouldn't be reading. And, and I don't mean like, you know, my trans daddy is a fox or something title. But um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Say that one again. <laughs> oh, I just made up a, the kind of, uh, I made up a title of a book that people in, a, in Florida seem like they would be mad about. Yeah. Uh, it's called My Trans Daddy is a Fox. All right. <laughs> okay. So that means that like they're, they're, uh, they're trans feminine father is also a furry who's really cute yeah you see he yeah. loved robin hood as a kid uh-huh but romeo and juliet is not for 14 year olds you know what i'm saying yeah no i get it i understand Damn, we got stuff to talk about this week you told me there's something you're excited about i would like to uh if you'll allow it i would like to seed most of this time to you if i could seed you sure can, plant, I, can I just do one it. thing yeah yeah and do i'll say thing. it's it, it's the season of thanks and i'll say i'm grateful that I, I'm going to give myself 10 minutes to do this. Hopefully I'll do it in less, probably not, but it's good because otherwise this is very uh, a disorganized thought, but I just want to do that thing I do sometimes where I talk about something I think is really cool. And, and it's germane to my interest and the interests of those who are interested in, in technology, I mm -hmm. think. Is, is, mm -hmm. that, is that okay? You can see from the notes here what it is. I'm going yeah, to I, would, I would like that very much. Also, I'm going to send you this thing right now. Um, okay, so, okay. Um, just to get this out of the way, because I, I hear the voice in my head. I always hear the voice in my head of people who are like, oh, so this is nothing new. Oh, this is, oh. And I know, I know this is not precisely anything new, but, but it's my journey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, I do all this stuff with 3D printing and this is a journey within a journey. I mean, you're into 3D printing. There's no doubt about that. Oh, I made a vase overnight. Ooh. I made a vase. Um, but uh, okay, so I'm gonna send this to you. Where is Dan? I'm clicking messages. I'm typing Dan, and I'm sending you sending you a .usdz file. All right. So in my journey, to cut cut this very very long story short, but this is Jermaine. Okay, so this is guy I love on YouTube. Um, and, and Dan, what do I say about podcasts and really about life? You, you come for the topic, but just stay for the voice. That's right. You rarely. Stay 
day for a topic if you dislike the voice. Right. But like what brings you to something you end up really enjoying? I mean, nobody, I mean, unless you're very, very strange, you probably are listening to a podcast because it's a celebrity or because it's about, in my case, like movies or, you know, in your case, I don't know, video games or something. Whatever, sure. But you like the voice. And I love this guy's voice. This guy um, named Zach Friedman who's on YouTube and he's a very interesting guy. He's kind of in that, you could put him into that rat king of like nice stats and stuff where yeah. like he, he does like he does stuff. He's a maker. He's like, he's been to business school. He's been done engineering work. He does freelance engineering stuff and he's like an electrical and all kinds of engineer. But the way I discovered him is something that the people inside the cult will know it is a thing he came up with recently in the last couple of years called Gridfinity which is basically this really cool system where he standardized this certain size, this like uh, 42 millimeter square grid. And then all these different things you can print to like put on that grid, like whether it's a thing that holds your paintbrushes or a thing that organizes your, it's a long thing, but it's a really clever system. And I've been kind of getting my, dipping my toe into it. So I, I discovered him through his videos about that, but I've watched so many of his videos. It's one where he tests almost every kind of 3D filament that's available, and it's really funny. He's, he's very, very funny. And he, uh, anyway, he, he did this thing where uh, he's done it a couple times where he goes through his spam folder and agrees to accept things for review from people and sometimes they're absolutely ridiculous things that he reviews and sometimes they're, they're really really amazing things but i think i've already put it in notes his first one of these um the sponsor for it i i saw this in his sponsor spot which his sponsor spots are so great um he's really good at it like you know very good um and he mentions this this app that i i god i swear to god i must have gotten this at some point it's called polycam mm -hmm. and it, it finds polycules near you I think that's the term. No, no, it's called Polycam, and it's an iPhone and Android, iOS and Android app for capturing things in 3D. Now, here's that voice. Here's that voice. Uh, sir. So look, I've had things like this before. I remember back in the day taking photos of stuff with my Canon, and the, it was like if you take enough photos from all sides of something, there's the, like, you know, apps that will stitch that together and be like, oh, look at that. It's, it's sort of like, it really is not so different from what you do with a panorama on your phone. There's something that's mapping, I mean, with whatever tools an iPhone had at a given time, it's mapping something out in the world in a way that, that has awareness of like, okay, this part overlaps, that part. And that's been around for a while. And let's even say for the sake of argument, I've looked at Polycam before. Well, I don't know. Maybe I haven't. But... I watched his, his, his ad for this and I immediately grabbed it. And Dan, Thanksgiving this past weekend, mm -hmm. I became completely obsessed mm. with this app. Now, side note. Now you oh, just, just for the listeners. Go, 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 go. Um, you sent me a, a, a dot .usdz a file. A .usdz file that you can open and you click on the object tab. So how weird is it? Because I just, you know, you sent me this in messages. I double click the thing and it opens up this three-dimensional floor model plan. floor plan with like yeah. desks and a i'm gonna blow a whole, your mind down whole thing. Blow your mind. I, I don't even i've never even heard of this before and yet the, the, the question preview, that comes to i'm rotating is, this thing i'm like spinning it what, what am i looking it. what am i looking at here what am i looking at here yeah right? what is this okay so 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 like let's set all that aside let's put that voice away for a while 
even though it'll always be in my head. And, and let's just say that, okay, well, you know, some things that have happened. Well, first of all, I'm kind of interested in 3D printing. The side note is a lot of people are like, why don't you like make your own designs? I'm like, I don't understand how to make this stuff. Oughtn't I get good at just printing things I think are fun before I worry too much? And like, you know, but you can scan stuff with your phone. I'm like, ugh, my mind is reeling at the idea. Cause like, think the way you and I think. Oh, so you scan something with your phone and then you make that a 3D object you can print. Well, first of all, how often would you want to do that? And then maybe, you know, more saliently, like so many things, sort of like, like you know, with, with so much of this stuff, you're like, okay, and then what, right? So you get this thing and I'm just imagining you probably have to like be very careful about how you do it and no blurs and blah, 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 blah. Well, here's one thing that's come along that's pretty, well, first of all, the, the, the cameras and uh computational photography on our phones just that alone have come so far i will not admit it but i did get a new phone and 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 like especially on this phone that i've got like these get better at certain kinds of invisible things that you don't notice every generation things that just get mentioned on a slide but like hey here's one remember when lidar first came along on ios devices yeah, the first I thing sure i had lidar on uh you're gonna talk today about ipad pros right yep well, first thing I ever got that had LiDAR was an iPad Pro. And uh, the only way I knew how to do anything with it was, it was this amazing, the uh, built-in, baked-in part was with accessibility, there was this wild thing where you could say like, I have vision problems, so detect when there's people nearby. Like you're at the grocery store or something, right? And like, it wasn't perfect, but it worked. And I looked really freaky pointed at people on the sidewalk, but it, but it does work. But LiDAR... I mean, at the heart of it, like most DARS, it's like shooting out a single a signal and the signal's coming back. And like, think about how you're able to do portrait mode or think about how you're able to use measure kit, like any of that stuff. It's because this is pretty darn good with these two, or in my case, three lenses. It's really good at figuring out how far away something is. It just shoots a beam. And then again, I mean, like, that's just part of it. Like the, the, uh, just part of it. All, each one of these things is mind boggling to me as mm -hmm. a 50, now seven year old man. It's mind boggling to me that any of this stuff works. But, you know, there's stuff where you, I've, if you I don't know how much you've done with stuff like measure or measure kit, but like, you know, you can just say, how far is it from this point to that point? Yeah. Kind of, you know, handy stuff. And that's done, my understanding is that's done with LIDAR, which I don't know what that stands for, but let's just say it's the Apple thing that makes a shooty thing. At a, Another thing to, to see how far away light it is. detection but and again, ranging. Like I didn't have a say again. Light detection and ranging. I know light is involved because sometimes it'll tell you if it's too dark to do it. I'm right. gonna get to the good part in a minute. Okay. But I, I I saw what this guy did with this, and I was like, okay, okay, I don't know, man. But I downloaded it, and I went ahead and bought a month of it. You know, mm -hmm. um, and. So what you do is you point this at stuff and you can do various sorts of things. Let's start with one that's been around for a, a while. Back in my dot-com days, we had a strategic deal with this company, strategic deal. We each sent each other a check for $30,000 a month is more like what happened probably. <laughs> if you want to know how the dot-com boom worked, write you a check for $30,000, you write me a check for $30,000. But it was this company <laughs> that took, did virtual tours Virtual tours, ooh. And my boss was like, well, send me one of these so I can see how this works. And he got this tripod with this really costly camera on it and it would shoot a room in 360. 
right? It would go dip, 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 and like shoot all around stuff that we now, that's like table sticks for us, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A la doing a, a panorama. But it was, and it looked all fisheye and distorted and weird, but like that was a huge deal in the year 2000. Oh, yeah. Well, so one of these you can do is just something called 360. And it's a lot like taking a panorama, except you basically are just, you know, where you follow the line to the right and you get this like cool, like bubble view of wherever you're standing, like all the stuff around you and you can navigate through it, much like a 3D-ish version of a panorama drawing. Mm -hmm. um, other stuff we, we can talk about. I, I'm going to talk about what I think most promising to me for the future, which is using something called photo here look at this one to see what i'm talking about all right i don't even know if you can see this um there's one called photo oh i should get this name right um i feel bad if i get this wrong photo photogrammetry is that what it's called i have heard I that term called. but i couldn't tell you um, what it means i think that's so 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 with any camera including your canon mm -hmm. all on your own you can just shoot like every side of a thing and without any particular new special sauce or GPS positioning or LIDAR, it does a pretty remarkable job of making a 3D object of whatever you pointed your camera at. So mm. click this. This will take you to a website. What I sent you here is not, it's not very elegant, but uh, this is me shooting a, uh, a can of compressed air just for poops and giggles. And so that's, that's the, that was obviously like, that's got a lot of curb appeal of like, oh my God, I, I scanned the remote in my room at the hotel for fun. Did you get that? And you can like navigate around. Yeah. It's not very pretty, but you get it, right? That's cool. Okay. <clears throat> that's that book. I'm almost done. Bookmark this. Th this is the one where I am excited for the future of this. Uh, I want to get good at this because I do actually see applications. I'd be happy to talk about more in the future. Let's talk about the mind blowing part. Let's talk about something important. Which is, there's, there's a mode called room mode, which is like, and you've seen this in apps, like Ikea does this with AR and stuff, right? Where it's like, oh, I can see where things go in the room and it's the right size and sometimes it makes sense and usually it doesn't. But let's say you want to see what a room looks like. So what you do is you put this into room mode and you hit record and it's so easy to do. It basically directs you to like, usually like point up to the uh, a top. I, I, my advice would be start with a top corner of the room where the ceiling and two walls meet, right? And, yep. and, and, and you'll instantly start to see it drawing in straight white lines on top of wherever you're scanning. If it indicates, okay, it knows what ceiling is. It knows what wall is, right? That's pretty cool. So you're scanning, you're going around, you move in, you want to move in kind of an S pattern through your room because it's, it's weird. Like, but you don't have to like do it all in order or anything, but you just want to fill it all in. Like when you're doing this thing of capturing with LIDAR, you fill in everywhere that you see blue blocks. Like keep scanning, scanning, scanning until all the blue blocks are gone. With this one, you're pointing it at all, and so basically you can see in, I don't like this phrase, but it's true in this instance, you see in real time what it has captured. So I go into the family room, I point it up at the corner, it goes, yep, that's, that's a ceiling and here's two walls, keep going. And I scan some more and it right. goes, oh, that's cool. Like I just walk around the room and then mm -hmm. like it's the white line um, terminates at another wall on the other side. And before I can even, you know, say Bob's your uncle, it's already started drawing a <laughs> right. third line uh, horizontally and another line vertically, because guess what? It's getting what room is. It knows ceilings, it knows walls. Dan, it knows windows, 
right? That's all very cool. And you can scan your whole house like this. That one you're looking at, I want to really concentrate on. We could put this in notes. Uh, I put my right. little profile in notes so people can see this, but this just blew my mind. I got obsessed with this. So my family went off to go see the, the, the rest of the family, and I had some ADHD time in the room to play with my app. And so the first thing I did was, uh, if you go to my profile page, you can see our hotel room. I scanned our hotel room, right? Easy enough. Like, you start with what you got. And it's like, oh, it got the window. And then I'm noticing, so as you're scanning, you see the white lines filling in. This is such a great piece of design. As you, so like the main image you're looking at is like you see the white lines filling in. Oh, and the reason I mentioned Zach Friedman, did I mention clearly that he was in a sponsor? It was a sponsor for his thing? Sure. Yeah. Paul yeah. yeah. And, but then I'm like, wait a minute. And so in the center, at an almost slightly too small size, you see... How can I describe this? Like, imagine how you're looking at your room virtually through your phone. Well, in the middle of the screen is this white, sort of like you're seeing here, grayish white model of the room. And you see stuff appear as it gets it. So you see, as you're scanning the room, looking through the phone, you're seeing, oh, it got a wall. It got a window. Wait a minute. Did it, does it know that's a bed? Yeah. It captured a queen-size bed and even put a fake pillow on it. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, it knows that's a TV. It knows that's a desk. Dude, go in the bathroom. It knows that's a sink. It knows that's a turlet. It knows that's a bathtub, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't know everything, but that blew me away. So then what I did was I went downstairs at our Marriott affiliated hotel. And that is, you know, like the room where you, the big, like great room by the lobby where you like get your continental breakfast yeah, at a hotel. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of all looks almost like a Denny's. What you're looking yeah. at there is about four minutes, maybe six minutes, of me just in the creepy, I looked so much like a terrorist, Dan, just walking around that room and scanning everything. Mm. And can you describe what you see in that photo, please? And I'm sorry, in that, in that document I sent you, you UZDS thing. Yes, it is. Easy. <laughs> it is a blow-off duster. Oh no, Damn. sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Let's leave that one. Let's do the let's do the um let's do the USDZ, November 23 USDZ. What do you see there? Oh, oops. Okay. Hold on. I'm going. I'm clicking. So, and, uh, no, this is this is this is also mind-blowing to me. This is a file format. Yeah, so this is this is some kind of a floor plan. I would guess it's it's uh, I mean it it looks there's sofas in it. You see it's booths? An, uh, bo booths. Bo bo booths. You see where it got walls, you see where it got windows. Yeah. You even see, Dan, the position of like where the chairs are. Is that what the chairs actually look like? No. And again, this is not perfect. I didn't do a perfect job. Uh, the hotel room, if you go to the profile page, the hotel room actually is more accurate. I'll send you that too. Um, but anyway, that, I mean, and again, you guys got to really see this to appreciate it. But like the fact that it shows like, oh, that's a couch. And then that's a smaller couch. And like, that's some kind of table. And like right off the dome, I see at least to me, like a fair amount of utility in that personally. Like that's a really neat thing. Uh, of course, I did it for our whole house and it's it's pretty mind blowing. I'm going to send you one more. I'm going to send you the one of our hotel room because this one is, is easier to grok. But um, that's really neat. But then guess what else you can do? I'm going to go down here. I'm going to click and I'm going to click on floor plan. Okay, so I understand my, most of my childhood. Just in, okay. Oh, look at that. This is wild. So you see like what the room looks like and how I put like fake pillows on the bed and stuff. And then look at the next one, look at room plan. 
That I just did that right now by clicking blueprint or click floor plan. And so obviously it knows 3D wise, like what the room That's is. Wild. And then it makes a blueprint-ish floor plan of the room or the house or whatever the space is a lot of the times it really it knows what a room is like that's the kitchen that i, I mean like i guess it's not that difficult because it's got a turlet unless it's in brooklyn a turlet means it's the bathroom mm -hmm. but it's not crazy i mean yeah there's so much stuff that happens and it's like i don't know if we pause often enough to go are you are you kidding me this is this is wild i mean it, it it's this is just so cool. Will you, will you, would you consider, so how do you how did you wait? So you didn't but you didn't build this thing out like that. I right? just held my phone up and That's moved so it. That's so weird. How how how? Do do do, do, <laughs> do, do, do go grab this. I don't think you I think there's you so I've got a very I think a pretty reasonable you'll get the gist just by going and grabbing it. You don't need to buy anything, but go to poly.cam it's in notes and grab this app and you'll appreciate it so much more doing it in your own area. And I would be surprised a little bit if, if you don't get kind of obsessed with it too you know as always wild. it's like it's like farts and opinions ours are better than everyone else's and the same goes for our floor plans and our, our 3ds but i mean i just wanted to say that i want to say hey zach friedman bless i'm sorry your place got flooded zach's videos are great um polycam is great and i'm excited about this when when i run into stuff like syracuse and i talked a lot about catching up on like AI devices, the humane, the rewind and all this stuff. And you and I talked about it a little recently and it's like, yeah, fine. It captures that stuff. Then what do you do with it? And like, first of all, the stuff that this is capturing is genuinely interesting to me before I get to, then what do you do with it? But the truth is I absolutely can see a way that I would use this. And I'll tell you a, a specific one right now. Now, wait, pause. Yes, I am, I am looking at the app store you know phone app and what i'm seeing in the little video that it plays looks like 3d rendering stuff so that when you play it it actually looks like a a, a 3d movie well but what you've done is a floor plan <laughs> and i see there's something called room mode but how yeah. do you get that out of it okay i'm gonna send you a screen grab just to make this a little easier to understand um so when you start god this is so recursive okay so i just did a screen grab i'm gonna send this to you uh, I'm I'm sending Dan a screen grab of the like main. Oh God, stop texting me, people. Um, uh, of the main screen when you, you click on the camera button and say yeah. like, okay, I want to do camera things. So this is going to you right now, and you'll see there's um, lidar mode, room mode, mm -hmm. photo mode, and 360 mode. And so like room mode is the way you start scanning the room to get room stuff. But like, you know, you can hook this up to a drone mm. and like scan a building. People have done mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. right? But is that making sense? And then, mm -hmm. or in the case of this can, you just like, you just take at least 20 pictures, photos mm -hmm. from every angle. And it does a pretty darn good job of stitching it together. I have still not mastered it. It sometimes looks a little gooey. Mm. I did a, I did a Wreck-It Ralph that's kind of unpleasant looking that I scanned. But uh, from, from the late, late lamented uh, Disney Infinity game, um, I have a very handsome Wreck-It Ralph. But, and he looks a little bit oogly. But it, it does get it. Uh, and then you can print this out if you wanted to, if you chose to. Um, uh, you know what? I'm going to put another video in notes. Do, you, do, you, do we have a sponsor on this one? Nah. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll put in um, a planter guy video. The best short lucid 
selling video I could put up for this is this guy who just like does the 3D capture of like a, a house plant, but it's, it looks really, really good. And of course you can immediately AR that into your room, see what it would look like. You can map textures to it. And if you wanted to print it out, you could, but I mean, this, this feels like one of those, I mean, I don't want to say, I guess apps, but one of those collections of technologies by which I mean the camera, the computational mm -hmm. stuff, you know, the, the, I mean, think about like the, the, the role of LIDAR combined with like, not GPS, but like specifically where you're standing when you took it, it can like munge all of that stuff together in a way that feels really interesting to me. Like, I don't know if it's going to change my life, but this is the kind of thing where I'm like, I mean, a new social media service that lets you use your Instagram login. Oh, great. Have fun. <laughs> but like this to me, when people talk about quote unquote technology and when people talk about consumer technology, this kind of stuff is mind boggling to me. I did it. And again, it's like I say, like farts and opinions. I shot, oh, I'll send you this too. I shot my sister-in-law's uh, part of the house where we were like having Thanksgiving and sent it to her and she was blown away. Because when you see your own stuff yeah, like this, your own world, it's not like some random thing. Because you rec yeah, exactly. You you really you recognize it. Yeah, I don't want to belabor this. I've already belabored this, Dan. But um, isn't that kind of interesting? Will you try this and, and tell me what you think? Yeah, I'm definitely gonna try this thing. This is so cool. Polycam. And I, let me go check what all I did put in notes. And um, I think because like you know what what I the closest I've gotten to do anything with this. It's like you're on like a website where you're going to buy a piece of furniture or something. Yeah, and Ikea like, lets you put something in the room. You can put your Billy bookcase in the room. Right, and like Amazon like. Yeah. will say, see it in the room, you know, and put yeah. it in a room. Yeah, but sometimes that's that's so odd. We did that with a Jurassic Park dinosaur. It sometimes doesn't know what to do with the size of the room. but And I'll put the um, plant guy video in. But um, yeah, I... Um, Oh, also a really good video with Doug Jones. Doug Jones, that guy's fascinating. And then somewhere down here, I'll put this into notes. But thank you for suffering me. I just want to say it, and uh, and because I think it's exciting. I'm going to... Oh, no. Oh, God. This guy, he really wants you to chime in in comments. Um, I'm going to send you the link to this. I will also put it into show notes. Dan, where would people find show notes for episode... Mm, I could do the 632 of your back to work program. Where do people find that, please? 632, eh? They're going to go to backtowork.limo slash 632. Yep. That's where it's they're going to go. That's what they're going to Everything you do. need to know. And everything uh, they could ever want to know, honestly. You know, it's just, I don't know, stuff comes along and like, you know, we get a little bit in, I feel like I, and I'm going to project and, and try and be like a decent grown up and, and be nice about how I put this, but I feel like we all get a little bit inured to what actually happens and works now. I, right now, for example, tend to very much focus on what doesn't work with, uh, like, my HomePods and Siri. Oh, which yeah. Which just can't connect to the internet for some reason. Oh, no. Not oh, that. my God. It's, it's, it's all so bad. But, like, what does work and what is there and, like, does the thing it was built to do, uh, let's be grateful for those things. Yeah, let's be. Especially let's be. in this year of, of giving. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No. So, um, Kirk out. Now, how long was that? I think I talked for, oh, 20 well. 20 minutes. Okay, well, no, over over that, but no, sorry. Digga-digga-digga-digga-digga-digga, so. Dan. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you about uh, about an iPad thing. Oh, yeah. Go. Love the iPad. Okay, so I know that we have talked about this in the past before. 
And I have had mixed results in the past with an iPad. When I first, when the iPad first came out, like everybody, I was like, oh my God, got to get one. It's going to change everything. And I got it and I, I liked it. And I found- It feels like 2001. I mean, yeah. Dave, not Dave, the other guy, is, um, is basically using an iPad in 2001. Yeah, he's sitting there. He's got one sitting there right on the desk. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's eating his, uh, his space goo his with space a space goo. spoon. <laughs> yeah. When he does space exercises. I can't tell you how many times I've said that I would like to have a nutritionally dense paste that I could just eat when I was hungry and didn't have a lot of time. That's shocking to hear from you, Dan. Yeah. Absolutely. If it was paleo. Yeah. You know, seeing it don't Wednesday, want it to be made out of, say. Don't yeah. want it to be made out of soy. That was a problem. Yeah, because you're no soy boy. Nah. You're big, strong beef boy. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, Max Gaines. I so, love that movie. Yeah, it's good. Pushing so, plates, I call it. What I found was that over time, what I would wind up doing more often than not is I would get the iPad, I would get it set up, I'd you know be all excited about the thing, and I'd have it for use it for a, a you know a month or two, maybe maybe not even maybe a week, and then uh, the next thing I know, it's like oh I just want to watch you know like I want to watch a YouTube video while I'm on my rower, and then that was like that was the that was what I used my iPad for. It and, was like, a, early on though you established a light usage pattern that didn't grow yeah is that fair yeah it's exactly right and i was like you know i've got this i've got this device it's great it's a youtube tablet it's my youtube tablet mm -hmm. and occasionally i'd be like oh right like i can do messages on this but i don't like i don't want messages on it because that's just gonna interfere with my youtube viewing and i just didn't really have a, a point to it and then you know, the Apple put some time into it and made made things a little bit better. And app developers were realizing that having a like 11 or, or 13 inch canvas was pretty cool and you could do a lot of stuff with it. And so like artists really picked up on it and you would see artists using this thing and they would they'd be maybe especially with an Apple pencil with an Apple pencil. They'd be drawing things. I, I would go into, you know, I, we've talked about this. I have a few tattoos and I would go in and the tattoo artist would be using the iPad and they, they were all using an iPad for this. They were all drawing things out on their iPad that prints directly onto the thing. And they, they would do all their art on that. And I thought that was cool, you know, and then things uh, like, like ferrite came out and you had all the, you know, Apple fanboy nerd people coming out saying, I can edit my podcast completely on my ipad i can't record it there but i can i can sure edit it there and it's faster and i save a ton of time and these are the same you know nerds who like edit out all the like silence and like tighten up their shows by the millisecond and like right, right, right. you know like i get taken the cough out here and there if i've really tried i've to. tried it as a stunt but yeah. I, I do know that people like snell jason snell who sometimes edits like pretty complicated podcasts mm -hmm. he mm -hmm. can do magic with it you really can and it's nice to use the apple pencil for it and like mm -hmm. zooming in and out and tweak and dragging it's it's great i've used ferrite to do editing and it's really nice then apple rolled out stuff like universal controls so you can put your ipad like next to your mac and it will say oh like looks like this is next to your mac and you can just use your keyboard and mouse to control it and that was pretty yeah. cool then they came out with them you know i'm chronologically out of order here but you know apple came out with all the, these dan all of these add up though you don't even really realize do. you wake up one day and you're like this thing does more than i remember that's right and then the, yeah. the magic keyboard as i think it's called which is the 
um, the thing that kind of holds your iPad slightly aloft off of the keyboard and it has mm-hmm. a trackpad built into it. That thing makes it a lot closer to what people kind of wanted than a, you know, a laptop for. And so all of a sudden you can command space into your fingers and you can open anything. So a lot of quickly. keyboard shortcuts. You're not just have been swiping around all the time to do anything. Right. And then Apple got a little more serious and made side-by-side app stuff a lot easier to use in the latest version of the operating system, I think, which is, I don't know, I can't even keep up with what version it is. 50. 78 i don't know yep yep whatever the point seventeen. we're recording this in 2023 so whatever is out now and it it really took it to a new level now this the um it's not called what is this thing side car what is this thing called uh, oh where yeah you can like, have the apps running in a like a weird the groups of apps on the side of the screen. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That new you know, thing. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I don't even care it. what it's called. I, it's, I, I, I hate, hate it. it. I hate it. it. I hate it. I they brought like that it, to the Mac. It. It's like on the Mac now. And they're like, you can do this on your Mac. Like, why? Stage manager. Stage manager. Thank uh, you. Um, I, I, not my horrible, horrible, horrible old man reaction to that is, why would I not just use my Mac? I know. At that point. But so I'm trying to do surgery on a commercial airline. You know what people. Is there a better place for this? Uh, definitely what people like including me about the ipad is if you're doing one thing it makes it very nice to do the one thing if you're doing one thing where you need a little help from another app like for example if you're writing a newsletter and you want to pull your little editor off to the side which has your links in it um pretty cool it works really great for that it's still mainly great for doing one thing at a time and i find that i'm more productive when i'm doing one thing at a time so like right mm. now i'm sitting in front of my mac i have a mac mini it's like an m1 i guess i don't, I don't even care i don't care about these things anymore merlin I'm they're all on. they're all fine it it's the mac that i bought a few years ago yeah and right now on my screen what here's what i see as i look at my screen i've got my browser open that i'm using with clean feed to record this show and then Underneath it, by a few levels, I can see uh, my other browser with some tabs open, and one of them is showing me this LiDAR app thing in it, and then you can see the desktop, and I've got you know a dozen icons sitting on the desktop, and my dock on the left, I've got a ton of apps running there. All of these things, now I'm, 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 I'm okay, I'm not really distracted, but they are distractions. All of these are distractions. For some reason, my to-do app, which is Todoist, is has a little five next to it. Does that mean I have five things overdue? Is there mm-hmm. something new there? My calendar app just just got a little it notification it. on it, you right? Blew it five ways. You know, my email uh, is uh. doing something. I've got another app that just started bouncing for some reason. In law, I think we call that an attractive nuisance. Yeah, and like all of these things are going on when all I really want to be doing right now is either watching the recording window or maybe if you sent me a link reviewing that. That's about it. That's the only stuff I want. Now, would it be possible for me to get rid of all these other distractions and stuff? Yes, but it would take some work to do it. It might even take an app to do it, whatever. None of that. You don't have to worry about any of that with the iPad. It's primarily just going to show you the one thing at a time. So again, it's, it's nice for that single focus, that single work. I'm doing one thing and I don't want distractions. If you want to do a couple things at once, it makes it possible for you to do that. So that's fine. But there are lots of apps on the iPad and there's lots of things that you can do. And there's also a lot of things that you can't do. And if you're like primarily like used to the computer environment and you say, I'm going to replace my computer with an iPad, well, like more power to you. That's not what I'm talking about today. And that's not what I'm trying to do today. But what I have found is for 
doing tasks where you want to have a single focus, which again is most of the stuff that I'm doing, it works really, really well for that. Where it doesn't really work, I think, is if you're like doing web application development, yeah, it's not going to be great for that because you can't run a web browser on it. I mean, you can web browser, you can't run a web server on it. You can't build that kind of stuff. And you shouldn't really try. That's just not what it's for. You, you really need that. If you're that kind of developer, you need a computer, you need a laptop. Uh, but for everything else, I've found, so what I've been trying to do is I've been trying to say, what can I use this iPad for that, that is the right tool for the right job? What, what feels better on the iPad? Well, for one thing, I am a person who really does enjoy taking notes and writing things down and drawing things. And I've always enjoyed that. And so there's tons and tons of apps for the iPad that make that work. You can get a paper-like uh, cover thing that goes over your screen. Marco told me about a long I time ago. I heard about that. Yeah, I remember hearing that from Marco too. And it, it gives makes, you a little more friction. It yeah. It like a pencil a little more. Exactly. Because if you've ever tried to write on the iPad and not practiced it, not practiced with it, it feels all slippery and slidey. It still feels like you're using the world's fanciest ATM. It really does. It's not the best experience. If you take time to practice and get good at that, then you can you can write on it and do other things with it. And it also depends a lot on the app and how the app, like if it understands that you're trying to write something. Uh, but right. like the idea, like earlier today, somebody sent me a PDF file. So I uh, opened it up in the email app on the iPad, open it up and there's a signature thing. I read it, signed it and hit the little button, sent it right back to him, signed. That was so nice because I didn't have to go anywhere, do anything. I didn't have to find my saved signature file and drag it and change it and change the arrangement so it doesn't move the text and then export it to a PDF and da, 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 a million steps to do that. Instead, I just, oh, here it is, scrolled down. I just grabbed the pencil and I thought, I wonder if I can just sign this here. And I did and it worked and I hit the little up arrow button thing in the menu bar and sent it back to the person. It was done. It was easy. Couldn't have been right. easier. And it just, things like that just work. And so if you're doing that kind of stuff, like it really makes sense to do it. As I'm doing the show with you and anytime I'm on a call or whatever, I can write stuff down. I can draw things. If you draw a circle or a triangle or a line or a shape and you pause with the pencil at the end of that drawing, it will make it into a real shape for you. So instead of just looking like a haphazard crooked circle, it will make it into a perfect circle or a perfect oval or a perfect triangle or a perfect square rectangle, whatever. Right, right, right. So little things like that are kind of cool and make the stuff that you're doing Well, and also, nice. I mean, like, just not to glom onto that, like using something like Procreate. I love the idea that you've got, for practical purposes, at least for my purposes, an infinite canvas. Right. So, like, you know, I, one thing about using a piece of paper, I love notebooks. I love like A5 sized notebooks. Oh yeah, they're the my best. My son gave me one for my birthday, which made me really happy with his own uh, money wow. he made at a job. And uh, that made me happy. But like, I love an A5 notebook, but like, what if I wish I could see all of this in context? Well, I can zoom, I can pinch or zoom in on the iPad. I right. could keep pulling back, 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 back. I could have, essentially, it's almost reminds me of the way I would use... I want to say I'll just freehand. I think freehand was the first one that would let you have these multi-document documents where you could have multiple pages in your documents. So you, like I could create these things with, it wasn't just one like eight and a half by 11 page. I could make this whole canvas right. that all these different documents lived on. And I love that. Like you can just keep zooming in. If you start at kind of a medium to tight level, you can always go in further or pull back up to get more context or to buy more room, which is, I mean, it's powerful in a way that, I mean, I, 
love paper. I love writing with a pen or pencil, but mm -hmm. that's a real benefit to digital. It's a huge benefit. And just like you, you say, infinite canvas is, is like this it's like really you got the cool biggest feature. desk you could ever want. It can get yeah. as big as you need it to be or as like focused as you want it to be. Now, what I have found though, and I will be clear about this in the past, I've only had the, um, the iPad that was the 11 inch iPad. This is a 12.9 inch and it is a night and day different experience. It's especially is, typing, especially, especially with the, especially typing with the keyboard. It, Definitely. And like when you, this is the one thing I'm so used to having iPads in cases. I am a case person for my iPhone. I mean, more power to you if you don't need one. Great. But with the iPad, I've almost always had it in some kind of case and usually with a keyboard. What I love about the magic uh, is it, is it the magic? Am I talking about the right thing? The You're magic, talking about the fancy one. Keyboard, I, the names iPad. are so stupid, Dan. I don't even want to acknowledge the names. There's, it's probably magic keyboard. You're talking about the newer, yes, fancier is. one. It's a little thicker and it's up on its own hinged, like dingus up in the air. Yes. It's it, still not great to use on your actual lap, in my opinion, unless you've got something very hard in your lap. Mm. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, like it's, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to this. Just to mention my, my, my POV on this, which is about writing. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, like it's in the same, it's just so weird the first time you forget you're on an iPad because it will happen. Yes, it will. So they have, apparently I'm looking here. Um, this is, there's a lot of, I'll put a link to this in. Um, but they have a lot of them. There is the Magic Keyboard, which is the one that we're talking about where it has it sort of raises the ipad up off the surface it's more rigid and yep. it has the trackpad then there's the magic keyboard folio <laughs> that is more like a traditional ipad keyboard but it has a little kickstand on the back then there's the smart keyboard folio where the <sighs> ipad like sits down on top of the thing then there's just the smart keyboard there's two there's a lot of them and i don't know why yeah. I, I feel like that's confusing and anyway. some of them really let's be honest almost all of them are, and this is again, I'm cribbing this from Jason Snell, but like almost all of those are at least a little more costly than it seems like they should be. Uh, yeah. And in the case of the good one, I think it's four hundred dollars. Yeah, it gets three three fifty. I think that's is a how much menacing is. amount of money to charge for that. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's good. I don't know if it's four hundred dollars good. Well, I don't think that it is. However, here I have one. And I, I do too. I do too. I mean, I couldn't like say recommend that before the purpose. I think it, what you're describing in it's your use $299 for the 11 inch one, and it is $349 for the 12 inch one. Which still seems like kind of a lot, but it's, a, it's highway robbery. It is. But I'll tell you what, it's great it completely changes the way that you can work with this thing and it works really, really nicely. It's nice. And I, I have found that the way that I think about, you know, back in the olden times when the Mac was new, it was a new platform. The big thing was, Oh, it just works. It just does the thing that it's supposed to do. It just works. And that was, that was pretty cool. Like it just understood things. It did things. The iPad, I think, in my in my signature example before was a, a good example of how the iPad, I think, also gets this right in that there are a lot of things that just work. They just work the way that you want them to work. The interesting thing is mm -hmm. the way that I think of a computer, the way I think of a Mac is, you know, as much as I can do in the browser, as many apps as I can run in a browser, 
you know, then that's what I want to do. That's what I'm going to do. So for example, you're a regular chromaniac, you know, we're going to, we're going to record this. I'm going to use clean feed to do it. You know, if I want to go to Gusto to to do a payroll thing, you know, I'm going to go to Gusto in the browser. If I'm going to, you know, do such as, as, as much as I can do, I'm going to do in a browser. But of course, in the iPad, it's all about apps the way that it is on your phone. You can do a lot of stuff in a browser, but generally there's like, there is an app that handles the thing that you want to do. And there are so many, but I found that, you know, if you find a good app that you like or a handful of good apps that you like that work really well together or work to do a certain job, it really, really improves the experience. And you have to- Especially if you get into like, I I don't do this, but I I can see the power of this of like pairing apps into like those weird windows. You know what I mean? Where you're like, you know, that's too much for me. Like that's way too much effort for me, but I do see the value. You got your Gusto here and you got like your Google Sheets there. And you could like have that as each 50% of the screen as its own sort of session that you can flip to. That's a powerful idea. It is. It's a very cool idea. And having these things living- to do in real life, but it does work. Yeah. But having these things in apps, having these things living in an app is a nice thing because it, it does allow you to kind of keep them separate. And again, keep them, keeping them separate in your mind. You know, I went on a business trip and I took only the iPad with me. I didn't bring a laptop. And this was the first time that I had done that or been able to, or even considered doing that in so many years because like, and even when we, when we say that, oh, you know, you can't do web development on it. If you're building like a web application, you can't because like, for example, I do Ruby on rails. This would be true if it was Python or PHP, you can't really run a web server on an iPad. Uh, But with apps like Textastic, Textastic, man, yeah, or or even the GitHub app, both of which allow you to write code and then commit it and push it. So in theory, if you had to like fix something, something I mean, was like suddenly if you had broken. To just, you forgot in my my case, like back in the day. Oh, whoops! I made a change. I thought I fixed it, but I forgot to close an italics tag or an emphasis tag, and like oh, and now that's screwing up the page. Like if you you could be theoretically on a plane and fix that. You could. You could definitely fix that. You could edit it. You could commit the change, and you could hit you know, hit, hit commit and it would push it. And then you could then remotely connect to an, another machine, your home machine or a server somewhere. I and mean, like FS deploy. notes, FS notes has integration with GitHub. It does where you can say like, each time I save this, I wouldn't do this, but you can do it manually. Like in my case where I'm just using GitHub mostly as like a, like fancy dev person Dropbox. Right. Like it's, it's just, it's just there. There's nothing, there's no extra stuff you need to do. God bless apps like Fetch and Panic's um, Transmit in the past, but like I would rather not have to interact with that sort of in-between right. files, which feels like a very un-Apple app in so many ways. It's such a godsend. <laughs> it's, it's, I just wish there I could change some things about how files oh, work. brother, me too. But just, just for example, just like it, marking favorites, like being able to go into Dropbox and say, give me, give me the Rectifs folder. Give me the Do By Friday folder. Going into my iCloud uh, library, whatever it's called, and being able to say my eBooks folder is a favorite. Or like this is where I, all my, my screenshots across all of my machines get captured into one place. Like having that all right there, it's not perfect. But like when's the last time, if you pitched somebody on this device years ago, somebody like me, my, one of my questions would be like, well, where do my downloads go? And, and 
I mean, the answer is it doesn't really matter. But right. as I would say, do you care? Well, yeah, I do care. Well, just click on that arrow thing, and it'll show you your downloads. They're all in files. It's it's not it's not a the way they've done it is like like you didn't need to worry about that as much as you thought you did. Like that part of it is actually pretty doable on an iPad, and especially if you're downloading it to your iCloud or whatever or Dropbox or box or whatever you use like it's gonna be in all your other places too which is again that's table stakes now it didn't used to be table stakes buddy it's a lot that we have now that we didn't have before that make this a more enjoyable thing to use and again it's you know like I did a weird, I did do a weird experiment though. I found out that- you I know, think, I don't want to say Dan also, that was very bold of you, honestly, <laughs> to do that, to not even bring a secret laptop. That's crazy. Yeah, it was the first time I did. But I found that there really, you could, you can just do, I can do whatever I want. I know I've, what I'm I, saying. I, can, I think that was a brave thing. If it's, if it's accurate, if you're telling me the truth, that was I'm a brave thing for truth. you in particular to do. Yeah, and that's, that, and that's my plan from now on. And mm. also like typically I'm not going somewhere to to write code, to do work. I'm doing other things while I'm on it. And in a strange way, it's like, so now the only things that I need a computer, Mac type computer for are recording like this show and yeah. uh, and then doing, doing- Compiling code. Specific stuff. software development work. Like that's yeah, really yeah. it. Everything else, like I, and I, and this is the weird thing. And this is the thing that I didn't anticipate. I prefer doing most of the stuff on the iPad. I prefer oh, no, that, that is very interesting. Can you give me a recent example? Well, I mean, the, the, the one that comes to mind first is like email. Um, I like doing email. Do you use mail.app? Or sorry, I the, the mail still app? still use mail app. I don't know if that's, mm -hmm. you know. No, I'm just curious. Like, because I, I like, G I love Gmail on the web, but what I love about Gmail on the web is using Gmail on the web on a Mac. There's right. so much swipey McSwipe swipe you've got to do. And I, I refuse to use those apps that want my login. But, you know, like, I wish I could just dismiss a whole page of emails easily. I mm. wish I could just delete everything in Overcast and start over in some ways. But it's, it's still like kind of onesie twosie because that's not what an iPad is good at or an iPhone. And I've been trying really hard, you know, to say to myself, like, I'm, if, I'm going to... I'm not going to try and make this thing something it's not. We've talked about doing that before. I'm just right. going to try. I'm just going to. Yeah, because gonna... you, you will it so, right? Like you, you really right. want it to be. It's like when you order. God, actually from Zach Friedman, I just learned a new cognitive bias. Have you ever heard the IKEA effect? I have not The heard IKEA that. effect is when you get overly invested in something that you even just partly created. And I think it's it's a great name for a cognitive bias where you're like, well, it's it's related to what you're talking about. But I think it's similar where you're like, oh, I, I'm committed to this. Like I'm one of those people who's never using a Mac again. Like like that. Like, <laughs> nobody's keeping track of that. No one cares. But you know what I mean? Like where you go, like, well, now I I feel like I need to do this because maybe because of my rep, but also maybe because. Honestly, a, a good faith way is to say like, I feel like if I push myself a little bit more, either A, I can figure out how to do this in the way that I want, or the galaxy brain, figure out, well, not galaxy brain, but like maybe the planetary brain, whatever it's called, would be like, oh, there's a different way I can do this that's better, or the true galaxy brain is realizing you never needed to do it at all. But, right, isn't that part of it? Of like, am I pushing a rope here? You don't want to end up doing, finding yourself like, you know, shaving a yak. Right. Right. Um, 
But wow, one that's, of, that's interesting to me. One of the I'm things that, that I did that I thought was really interesting is, again, if you think of the iPad not as like a unitasking device, but as a device that will help you eliminate distractions of one kind or another by helping you focus on the thing that you're doing. Um, one of the things I had thought about, and I've always struggled with this on my iPads, is how to organize the stupid icons. Because as you know, unlike, and this is the one thing that I, I also do other mobile development and I have Android devices too. I have an Android tablet and I have an Android mm -hmm. phone. I don't use the phone as a phone. It's a Wi-Fi only device because I'm just testing, you know, stuff that I'm building with it. Right. Um, but there are, you know, overall, I never really think about using Android as a platform anymore. It's just not, you know, I did that. We had, we've talked about over the years, my experiments with that. Mm -hmm. The thing is, overall, I really do like Android, but yeah, yeah I people, much people seem to really, really enjoy it. You know, I wear an Apple watch uh, and I've been really, really enjoying the ultra two that I have to the point where uh, I've like. I feel like it took it to the last couple versions, but really for me, the mm -hmm. Apple Watch Ultra was like, okay, now I get the Apple Watch. Like, Dan, I think you're evolving, and I love that. Yeah, so this you is are. for me the Apple Watch Ultra. Yeah, the the Ultra is like I'm wearing a freaking a Merlin man now. I sleep with the damn thing on. Mm -hmm. I look at sleep. Oh, I got four hours. What happened? You don't have like, to look yeah. though. It's just like it's just like <sighs> I, I want to pitch Wythings on a scale that doesn't have all it has is a light that says got it. I don't want to know what my weight is. I would like it to be captured. <laughs> right. Whereas most most of people's entire life and their and their disordered image of themselves comes from getting on the scale and just needing to quickly get over the anxiety of knowing what the number is. I really don't care what the number is. Right. I just want that number to be captured somewhere. Somewhere. Just in the example there. But like sure. it's true for lots of different things, but yeah. So, you know, I have, I, I, I'm wearing this stupid watch. I'm using this <laughs> stupid iPad yes, and, stupid. and like, I've got this stupid computer and it's the thing where now all of these things really do play really nicely with each other and they just work so well together and it is seamless. And like, I can change the notification status on one device and the others just reflect that. Flipping and, on, flipping on focus mode, like in my case, like do not disturb on my watch and knowing it'll work across all my devices. Love it. Like if I just mm, got to record nice. some ads, it's nice. I'll just turn it on for an hour yeah. and I, I don't know. No muss, no fuss. It's nice. And the, all of that stuff really does work well together and play together. And, but you know, there are, of course, there are things that Android does. Ooh, better. Ooh, ooh, they do better than and thank the God, Apple stuff. Otherwise Apple would never, well, not never, but Apple, that encourages everybody to do better. But like the one thing that I just don't understand is why we can't just have like a couple icons, why they all have to like slide around. You can't just choose where you want it to go. So that's the only gripe that I have. So Put an icon here, leave it there, never move it, never scare yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like well, one Especially of with widgets now, where like there's widgets that are so amazing. Well, that's Merlin, that's what I'm going to talk about. Let me send you, I'm oh. going to send you, not, not for a publication. Talk here about like this new generation, right, of interactive widgets. Well, aren't right. all widgets interactive? Nah, up till up till recently, widgets have mostly been a a button that launches an app and does something right. kind of. Right. But really, it's mostly just an app launcher. That's not entirely fair. But you can't do stuff in place until like seventeen. Ex exactly, and you can make your own smart stacks. Um, I'm going to send you. Okay, so that's one I sent you. I'll all send right. you. 
I'll send you another one here. These are just, I'm going to send you like two or three. So what my approach to this, the way that I... Oh, look at your kid. Isn't that cute? Um, So the way that I, um, the way that I approached this was I made a few, I'll send you... Um, well, no, that one's that one's too wow, chaotic right look now. Wow, this! So I have created a different free form. S- really? Yeah, man, I'm experimenting <laughs> with it. Good for you. I have Procreate on there, mm-hmm. um, but I just free, don't understand free form. I don't either, and I I'm I'm trying it because like I I, really I understand it more than journal, but that is not a compliment. No, it's journal it's, is bad. It's weird, man. Yeah. It's weird, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm so trying to. You're sending me these. These are examples of where you have utilized things like uh, things that used to be only in um, Today View, like these these groups right. of things. You can now, when it's in, especially in um, landscape or yeah, landscape mode, like you get. Yeah. So you're, you've made a functional dashboard, a very in some ways, if I'm say Android like. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It's uh, like but- Perlman. You know, he plays the violin in uh, Schindler's List. Yes, I did. I did it's a very know good that. Movie. I did know that. Uh, but you know, like what I'm showing you here mainly mm-hmm. is, you know, this is for me. This is how I have kind of. This is my solution for how to make the iPad more functionally, make, make it more sense. Make it make more sense from a functional standpoint. Each of these desktops, and I've only shown you a couple of them, but there uh-huh. I've got I've got a ton of them. Um, and which desktops you can also choose to have turn on at certain times of day in certain modes. That's right. So you like can. I have stuff where I don't even want to know that it exists. I, I can always get to it, but like I want this to be just this stuff. I want only my wife and son to be able to text me, and I don't want to see all this stuff, these notifications from other things. Like it's so fiddly to set mm-hmm. up. It's inscrutable to me. And I love this stuff, but like, that's so powerful to say that on like at this, on Saturdays, this is the screen I want to see. That's a very powerful idea. And the way you can like do a search on a page and drag down the equivalent of an alias to a new screen. That's nuts. Yeah. It's really cool. And, and so what I did is I have like one of the screens that I sent you, that's sort of what I think of as just my general purpose. This is the screen I need on most of the screen, time. Screen, so just so we're clear here, screen, screen one, and we won't share this with our listeners because they're sensitive stuff. Uh, screen one. That's like uh, my main screen. That's where that we has to find my stuff. friend's stuff. Screen two has weather in the upper left. Uh, screen three has clocks in the upper left, correct? Right. That, okay. So screen three is like the work screen. That's the one that I have like the apps that I'm using oh, to do you. work stuff on it, right? It's and a schedule and adorable. other things like that. Yeah, I have to use that. I don't choose oh, to so use that. for Godzilla. Um, it, well, I'm seeing it tomorrow oh uh, early in the fan fans only invite release I thing. I see that. Oh my God. So have, you, awesome. have, you start, have you started the Apple TV show yet? No. Is uh, it good? Yeah. I wasn't oh expecting it. I don't understand anything that's going on, but it's so good. I'm excited to watch oh, that. I'm I wanted to see the watch. movie first. I'm going to make my kid watch Shin Godzilla again. Okay, continue. And so, like, you know, then the the main screen, as you will, is going to show me, like, oh, I got some deliveries. Where the hell are my kids? I've got some battery stuff on there, you know. I've got uh, I got the Freeform app, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then the other one is like the entertainment section. So I got the news on there. I got oh, my yeah. controller for YouTube. Oh, I got the weather man, showing. Man. I've got you know, and a lot of these are smart stacks. You can't tell that they're smart stacks because you can only show one at a time. But you know, it's like all the streaming stuff. So that when I'm sitting on the rower, it's one screen. It can show me something interesting. I want to watch a show. I want to read something. Whatever. 
And I have found that that plus certain good apps in the dock make it really easy for me to kind of get to the thing. It's not like, oh, wait, where's the streaming app? Okay, I need to hit command space and type it or no, I need to launch this or which screen is it on? I've kind of organized it into these different things. And so far, this has really worked for me is designing these screens. And one of the interesting things I, I this just shows my ignorance is that I was under the um, false assumption, the incorrect assumption that you know how if you have a widget on that like you start out with your ipad and it has widgets on the main screen and then on the secondary screens there are no widgets and on the secondary screens the icons are closer together but as what i found is as soon as you put a widget on the screen all of the icons space spread out they spread yeah, this, out this looks almost like what i want to call kiosk mode or something like. right that's These almost are, how i have, think you of have it. a lot of spread here i guess i do too wow yeah. look at that yeah weird yeah because as soon okay. as you as soon as you add one of those things it changes the spacing between the icons for some stupid dumb reason like why why I guess because um, the, it has to account for the size of a widget and where you yeah, might put a widget, I, but I don't know why. Feels man. restrictive, man. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, I this agree. is how I've been doing it, and so far it's it's been pretty cool. I I just love you can grab this thing, you hit a button, it's on, it's on like your phone, it's on instantly. You have to like wait for it to do it. It's just boom on. Yeah. Even when you reboot it, on it's instant. I mean. Yeah, some of the, you know, you hear about the buzz or the feel or hear the buzz about something when it comes out and it's new and like blah, 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 blah. But like, I don't know. It's almost a sideshow, like of the whole like, well, are they going to completely redo the iPad this year? Is it going to become something where you can always use it as a computer? And like, everybody's understandably always a little bit disappointed that there hasn't been some progress in that because, you know, as the meme says, why can't we have both? But I mean, it has come so far and perhaps a little bit like that polycam app where there's nothing in there that i wasn't aware of in the world but it's just that so many things have improved that are important to this thing working well and the same things happen with the ipad so like the thing i'm sending you right now this mm -hmm. is this might be a little bit interesting and slightly germane is it okay if i jump in mm -hmm. okay so i'm look. i'm on my mac uh, whatever it's called studio i've had a couple years and to my right here is an old iPad Pro. Um, I really like the the smaller iPad Pro for like, because I have more than one iPad. I'm a piece of, piece of shit. But, <laughs> um, but, uh, What's I, that I, little thing on the top? That widget top. thing. What? Oh, that's a um, Siri Smart widget. Mm, that's cool. Like here's apps I think you want, which is basically two thirds of my home screen on my phone. It's just mm -hmm. like apps you think I need. But mm -hmm. I, only, I only mention this because like, What's interesting about this, notice, like, by the planet there, you see that dot? Well, guess what? That's because this thing lives to the right of my Mac. Mm. All I got to do when it feels like working, which sometimes is a little frustrating, I just move my cursor over here. I just Command-Shift-3 on my Mac that I'm sitting on. That mm -hmm. makes a screen grab. I drag that screen capture. This is a very bad demo because I'm describing a demo. This is like the audio <laughs> description of a demo. Right. I dragged that over, and I dropped it into the messages so you could see that so like but i love that this thing is here if i want to watch tv or a movie or whatever all i have to do is kind of mouse over and like tell it to do its thing but it's astonishing also appreciate the uh under peacock do you see the logo on that icon oh yeah i made my own custom hbo icon is it is it easy to 
swap out icons and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that old school trick my kid learned the day it was available. It's it's gotten better, but you go go to shortcuts and you basically do open application is the only is the entire shortcut. You mm. say open the application Max, but then you give it a custom icon. But my, my, here's here's my case. I just wanted to dive on in with. I think you made a really good point, and I think it's an important point to keep in mind with all kinds of consumer technology. And I won't go on a rant, but like it's like there's so many people who've decided to be unhappy in this world because they have not or just choose not to grok this, mm-hmm. which is like before you figure out what's wrong with something, before you figure out how to improve something, like a mature person first learns how the thing would like to be used, please. Mm-hmm. This is how this wants to be used. And like I I have I don't have a lot of patience for people who are like I refuse to use this the way it was intended. Whether that's Chat GPT or you know, or whether that's an iPad or whatever, and I have endless aloha for people who have decided to learn how this thing wants to be used before they decide that it's useless uh, for them. But what do you do on an iPad? Well, you know what I suggest doing on an iPad is stuff that is better, more fun, more mm-hmm. convenient, mm-hmm. whatever, however you, however you want to slice it. Things that are better to do on an iPad. Like I like reading, if, I, 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 if my eyesight were better and it's not, like I, I would read more hard, like, you know, physical books. But my eyesight sucks, and I like to read in bed, and I've got a CPAP mask on. It's really, I, I'm coming up all, all cherries on this. Like, everything's terrible. Not even cherries. I'm coming up all poops. Las Vegas poops title. <laughs> ting, ting, ting. <laughs> and boy, does that machine ever pay out. Oh, my God. You know, they're all in the key of C. And um, that's true. And, uh, and uh, 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 yeah, comics, great. All, all, all that is great. So, you know, it's great to do on an iPad, whatever you like doing or you know, prefer doing on an iPad. But, you know, this once you have Padawan, young Padawan, mm. once you have gotten through that and you've decided to be an adult and figure out how a thing wants to be used rather than you being mad about the topic of your choice, mm-hmm. then you can use it for something that it really surprises you that it's good at. And I don't make a big deal out of this. I'm the sort of person who bought a bunch of those. It doesn't matter. But back in the day when I was struggling to write a book, <laughs> didn't, spoiler alert, didn't work yeah, out. Yeah. Spoiler, sweetie. I, uh, I bought some of those, you know, those, those, those educational devices that they were selling that are just like a, an all-in-one word processor with like oh, a yeah. four-line LED. Yeah. And they were really cool. Well, you know what, dude? If you want it to be, that's your iPad. And, and why? Well, can I just, I could write on my phone. You could write on your phone. You could write on your Mac. I'm going to avoid the whole topic of distractions because I think it's a little bit of a red herring. But if you, for example, say, I feel too distracted on a Mac. Mm-hmm. Well, also like, I don't know about you guys. My typing sucks on an iPhone. I don't know what's happened. I hope the AI and ML and, and who are in the MLB all make this better. But for now, my typing on an iPhone sucks. It, but boy, put me in front of this iPad with that $350 keyboard and I can just disappear into what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, Merlin, thanks. That's great. So you can type on an iPad. Yeah, yeah, but, but here's the thing. And this is why I'm better at this than you. It's because I can open any app, whether that's Drafts, whether that's IA Writer, whether that's Obsidian, like et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Insert your name of app you're mad I didn't mention. You can go into any of those. And here's something I can tell you. First of all, doing stuff on an iPad with a keyboard and touchpad, it's pretty great. Like it is pretty great. That thing I said, I'm going to say it again. Get that command uh, space like into your bones because that brings up spotlight 
You don't have to swipe. You don't have to do anything. You mm -hmm. just hit command space, and on a, a recent iPad, you can start typing. It's a no-look operation. Right. And it's, it is pretty great. I would actually say, I don't know, I need to go in and like really manage and prune Spotlight on my Mac because mm -hmm. I get so much stuff high up on the list that I don't care about. Oh, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't need these like C and Perl files. And like, I, I think I know how to make them lower down. You always bring up images on file names of text files first, but whatever. It works great. Works a treat on an iPad. Um, let me go one while I'm here. Yeah, try this. Uh, if when your keyboard connected on your iPad, hit Command Shift. That's it. No other keys. And that shows you the key commands for wherever you are. That's really great because guess what? There's a ton of great keyboard commands. Okay. This now, is doesn't that happen if you hold on command shift? Does that not? Could it also happens if you just hold command. Yeah, just command. Yeah, down. there you go. Yeah. So it's all um, the shortcut keys. Yeah, yeah. But like in the same way that like in every, I think, quote unquote, every, I'm sure there's an asterisk for this. On the Mac, just get good with, and the reason I, I went to command shift first is on the Mac, command shift question mark. What does that do? Command. Command shift question mark. Anywhere you are. You start, you hit command, oh, shift, question mark, see, and start typing, that and that will pull up any menu command that's accessible at that point, which oh, is like something like, oh my God, I live, I live for that. And that, you can do that kind of stuff here. So, okay, but here's where I bring in my special angle and I close the deal and make you really frustrated. Mm -hmm. If you actually do want to write something, and it's okay if you don't, but here's what you need to know. You know what else works great on an iPad? Almost every single keyboard navigation command. Mm -hmm. So like right now, you've probably learned you're, you're, you're a pretty smart uh, bear. Like you know that you can double click for a word, you know that you can triple click uh, for a paragraph. But still, uh, on like an iPhone screen, that's not a lot of fun. Right. On an iPad, it's fine. But you know what would be better, like when I want to select a, a paragraph, paragraph, command, shift, up arrow. Or command, option, down arrow. To navigate mm -hmm. all of those i think these originally kind of sort of come out of emacs but i'm not sure but all those keyboard commands that you, you watch anybody use a computer and you're like what are you doing if you don't know these i did put into notes it's my annual gift to you for the holidays i put it's an annual appearance of the list of mac keyboard commands from the official apple site and i would love for you to read it and as ever this is, this is the day. Go, go look in your stocking. You get a present from Merlin, and here's my gift to you. No matter who you are, I promise you that when you go look at that list, you'll see at least one thing you didn't know about. Oh, yeah, oh Bob, I'm Big Mac boy. Dan didn't know about Command Shift question mark. I did mark. not. But like right now, okay, anybody out there in front of a computer? Let's open pretty much anything. You're on a Mac, right? So I'm on a Mac, and I'm going to type in 300, 600 characters of lore, mip some text. My cursor okay. is blinking at the end of the 600 characters. Right now, everybody, just try this. Pull over. Pull out your Mac. Do this. But just, you see your blinky, blinky cursor? Hold, just hit your option key. You can hold it. It's fine. And hit the left arrow. Whoa, what's happening? You know what's happening now? You're <laughs> moving through this text one word at a time. Yeah, isn't that nice? Ooh. I love that one. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Have you tried doing option shift and selecting? Now you're selecting left or right one at a time. Go to the top of the paragraph, hit shift command down, you down arrow. You just selected all of those. 
you will feel like such a fucking cuck for the rest of your life <laughs> once you learn these commands. Seriously. Because, seriously. And like, I can't tell you what they are. It's just the classic. But like, th these work everywhere, including on an iPad. So yes, use the iPad for the things that they want you to use it for. But how did Merlin discover this? Well, he decided to learn more than just the basics about like how to turn it on and be mad about it. There's probably stuff that could really surprise you about this. It might live, there might be something happening in files that you don't know about, right? There could be something where like, for example, like I keep all of my eBooks, which are all totally legal, like local copies of open source things I got off archive.org. Um, my caliber files all live on iCloud and get synced between all my devices, which means, yeah, my Mac can open caliber, which by the way, has been updated twice since we started recording. And, um, <laughs> I'm going to put caliber into notes, but all those files reside, including the, you know, the transmogrified books, those all exist. All my CBRs and CBZs, they all live in sensible folders in iCloud. Mm. What's so they're on your Mac? Yes. But that was a trick question. They're also on my iPhone. Well, when they decide to sync, they're also on my iPad. They're all in all of those places. If there's a theme to what I want to say to all of this, it's like, uh, as usual, stay curious. But also, why don't you surprise yourself? Why don't you delight yourself by catching up on how much cooler and better something is than you thought? And that doesn't mean you have to love it. Again, see also the wisdom document. Understanding something does not mean loving it. But understanding something does mean you get to see a little more clearly. And there may be some really cool stuff out there. Dan, I never would have guessed this in a million years. Look at you. you got a watch. you got an iPad. I you know. What's, what's happening? What well, is I've happening? Had the, I've had the rowing machine for decades. Well, I know. It's the only way Cash could watch TV. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you can't see Doctor Who without he being had to power it himself. He had to power it himself. You stop rowing. You stop watching. Let's see. Let's see. Is there a rhyme for that? Let's see. Um, stop stop ruin and you stop viewing. No. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to workshop it. Yeah. That's exciting, Dan. Can yeah. we leave now? Yeah. Um, yeah. Happy holidays, Dan. I, happy I holidays. Think, I think that's everything. What did I say I was going to put in? Oh, yeah. Caliber. And I found that video of the plant, man. Oh, I, nice. Yeah. I think that's it. He wants you to, to go down in comments and chime in. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll do it. And if you have some builds that you've done with this, he wants you to uh, send them to him and then he'll put him in whatever an Instagram story is. All right. So. I feel good about this, do you? Yeah, I feel really good about this one. Okay, let's button this up. All right, let's do it. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man. Yeah.